So, do we start this one with the biggest news of the day? Might as well, yeah, come on. Uh, Garnosaurus has been let go after 27 years at Arsenal. Just for yesterday's conversation we had before we went on air. It's not actually going to sort us going. It's just the R guy who's in the costume. Is that right? Yeah, from what I've heard, yeah. So Gunnosaurus is actually going to be there? Probably when fans come back, yeah. What's the issue? It's, well, it's just a bit all ass on the fucking Yeah, but you've already laid 55 fucking staff off and give up Amiang a new contract and going to sign William on a fat contract. They're not arsed, are they? I just they genuinely couldn't give a shit. Do you know what the best part about it is? It's their um, whoever runs their like social media team or like their marketing department. Like their their timing of their announcements is actually like hilarious. It's the start of deadline day. First thing this morning, all Arsenal fans are waking up going, "Gonna get Thomas Party today. We might actually get OR still. Like that might it might still happen. Right? Bang! Tweet Arsenal. Bang! Let's see what's going on. Oh, we furloughed the dinosaur. <laughs> Nine a.m. This one. You started the window with. You started the day with. Here's Ben Godfrey. There'll be more on the way. And they went, we've sacked the dinosaur. They are fully extinct now. Gunnosaurus, mate. I just couldn't... I just... It just... Oh, Christ alive. I just... You could have given me a thousand guesses and it wouldn't have been how I thought the deadline day would have started. The dinosaur's gone. No, no. I was supposed to be right there, mate. It was a a weird one. But look, you've got till 11pm tonight to find a new prehistoric teacher uh, to come in in and replace Gunnosaurus, I think. Maybe they'll get the uh, the boiler from West Brom in on loan. Oh, mate, that's a fucking <laughs> shout! What a piece of shit that is. If if you haven't um, Google uh, West Brom mascot boiler, it's a it's a legit ideal boilers, is it? It was part I... of the sponsorship shared sponsorship. Yeah, it's just a boiler with legs. Like it's yes. not even like creative. Like it's got some eyes and like a face, and it's got a hat. It's just a boiler with legs. It's and the hats. weirdest fucking shit ever. <laughs> Uh so yeah, we're a bit early this week, aren't we? We are, yeah. It needs most obviously you're selfishly moving on with your life. Um and unfortunately <laughs> that doesn't involve you having internet for a while, so it is what it is. But listen, it's sounds quite well. We've literally just come off the back of uh one of the heaviest weekends of Premier League football, I can remember oh it a long time. Equally, it's transfer deadline day, the day we're recording, so there's there's news coming through constantly and obviously there's news already already come through so what we'll do first i think is we'll go through what happened the weekend yes and we'll cover transfers on the way out is that okay oh it works perfectly with me so which game are we gonna nowhere start else nowhere else to start nowhere else more important to me of course than following the order chelsea with the first game oh following the order i didn't see this one so, coming. right chelsea versus palace i did predict an easy chelsea win I can't remember what I said. <laughs> you said score win. I think you said two or three one, and I two, said two, two or three. Oh, I said two one. I said, I said three two, one. one. Yeah, I said to be a couple of goals yeah. in it. We were both wrong. However, the result was right. Um, obviously Chelsea yeah. went out and won four nil. It was nil nil at half time, mm. and then set half foot on the gas, go through the gears, bypass that Werner because he's pony. And score four Ooh. goals. Oh, yeah. See, now you messaged this. You put this in our group. You said that Werner's pony, and I chose to be the bigger man and ignore it because I thought he's getting on a bit. He might have been looking at Alonso or something from last week. Like I don't know. But why do you think he's pony? He, he just—I don't think he's pony. I was fishing. Um, yeah, <laughs> twice. Well, it, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At least I got a bike this time. Um, he's struggling to adapt. Is it? I. Mm. And it was only early. It's a couple of games in. I get that. 
But I it's, honestly thought he'd come in and just go bang. He's four Premier League games without a goal. His goal against Tottenham, like, is enough for me to be like, I think he, you know, he's going to get goals this season. He's getting the chances. I don't know if, I mean, playing out on the left, it's working. I think you can see it starting to to tick. It's starting to gel. It's starting to write the, I mean, look, we had 70.9% possession. And I think for something, I know stats are for mugs and all that, but for like the first 20 minutes, we had over 85% possession. But the issue was going in at halftime, like you said, at nil-nil. Mm. It was concerning. It was like, we're doing this again. It's it's all there, but there's no, where's this end product? Yeah. Is the scoreline flattering because two of them were pens? Maybe. Do you have to win the pens anyway? Yes. Mm. Did it have to take two of our defenders to actually score the goals and then Jorginho to do his, you know, his heart attack penalty twice? But a win's a win. The, the best part for me is is no one's talking about it. But, you know, the papers, everything, it's Frank Lampard out, Frank Lampard's at his depth, they've spent too much money, flop, blah, blah, blah. But when we actually win, it's don't even worry about them. Like, it's not I, I been think, mentioned once. I, yeah, but I, I think, and you know, I'll play devil's advocacy and obviously no, no, I, I don't work for the media and I don't report on things like this. But I would say that you're expected to beat Palace. Yes, yeah. So is that, it's managing that expectancy. It's, it's yeah. when you go out and you play West Brom and you're 3-0 down at our time, people think, hang on, you've spent money You've yep. invested in a manager, mm. you have an ethos, you have a plan, mm. and it's not going to plan. Obviously, you clawed it back and finished 3-3, but I think the performance overall was poor. Yes. And you will get questions asked of you when things aren't going right. But when things are going right and you are expected to win games, that was one you were expected to. I don't think you'll get anyone blowing the smoke up your ass. No, I And I know that's right. not what you're asking no, for. But I no, think no, no. I think you're right, yeah. I think it's a case of do look at it and go, well, you should be beating Palace comfortably. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And because this is the thing, they're a team that you beat, but they were probably one of your tougher games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. They beat United. They have, you know, yeah. so and I, <laughs> so is uh, everyone, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. But yeah, I, I was happy. I My dad pointed out to me, and I thought it was a very good observation, that the fresh back line that they went with, four out of the five spoke French. Mm. And then you had three of them speaking English. So at least they were able to communicate with each other. Yeah, yeah, at least they were able to communicate with each other. Yeah. Thiago Silva played well off the back of the, the shambles. He looks really good next to Zuma. I think that'll probably bed in as the two. And I think Tamori is third choice mm. and uh, Christiansen's fourth. I think a centre-back will go out on, will go at the end of this deadline. Now, Rudiger was going to go to AC Milan, but his wages were too high. Mm. And then I read that if Roma weren't getting Smalling, he was going to go there, but they have just gotten Smalling in the last, like, 20 minutes I think I've seen yeah. it it looks like apparently they had till 7 to get it done so even if it's not done they're not getting Rudiger so if Rudiger doesn't go I think Christian and Sonotomori is going to end up going on loan yeah because there's too many and I think that's the thing it doesn't even look like we're getting rid of any of the left backs you need it, you need four don't you really to be to be competitive and to be yeah to be fair and to get you through a season you need four centre halves that you can trust the fifth it's not needed. Well, we've got five stroke six because Aspilicueta can play centre back. But if you said Aspilicueta was yeah. a right back or a left back, he is. There's five. Yeah. Um, apparently, Juventus were going to come in for Emerson, but they obviously want Alonso to go after the, the shamble performances and the spat. But that may or may not have been resolved. But it doesn't look like they're going. But back to the game, sorry. Um, happy that the back four seemed to play very well. I like the goalie. He did well. He didn't actually have to do anything, to be honest. There wasn't an actual shot on target. But, the, but this is the thing, isn't it? 
He didn't yeah. have to do anything and he didn't concede. Kepa doesn't have to do much, <laughs> but he's still worth a, a mistake. Do you know what I'm kick, saying? Kick, yeah, kicks it at the, the winger. Yeah, he's like, this is boring. <laughs> I haven't had to do nothing today. Well, I, I know what I'll do. I'll just hoof the ball at the centre forward while no one's on him. And, uh, yeah. you know, create a one-on-one, I'll never win. But, yeah, no, happy with that. Um, the midfield, I liked. Jorginho played well. You know, his, his penalties give me a heart attack, but he played well. Kante's looking back to that sort of original Leicester-Chelsea uh, Leicester days, mm-hmm. you know, early days. Uh, Timo Werner, I like his movement. He gets the chances, like, he's getting the chances, you know, coming back to him. He's yeah. making the right movement. He's getting shots away. It's just that first goal. It's almost, he got that goal against Tottenham, but it's almost like he needs one to bounce off his ass. Yeah, um, sometimes you need that bit of luck, don't you? Hudson-Odoi played very well. And I said to my dad, I think it was a statement that he started that game that he wouldn't then go to Bayern Munich. And then obviously it came out that they put in that loan bid with the future fee of 70 mil. And we've gone, no. Which I think is a big statement because to get 70 mil for him, let's be honest, he's, he looks like he's got potential, but has he actually done anything? Yeah, fair point. Yes. But well, the big one I keep coming back to, it, he had a horrific injury. Yeah. You know, with the Achilles. Yeah, you know, he did. It's, yeah. it's up there with yeah. the, is it, it's probably just below the ACL maybe. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I think that's fair, yeah. You know, uh, Kai Everts looks like he's getting there, but I agree with you, he needs to bulk up, he needs to get a bit more used to it. Tammy Abraham did all right. I think there'll be a lot of rotation. I think when Pulisic came off the bench, he's on his way back. International breaks come at a perfect time for us. I think we'll start to see the front four. It's kind of like, right, you're all fit now. Now fight for your place. You're not guaranteed yeah. to start out on the left. You're not guaranteed to start on the right. You in the look, Mason Mount didn't start that game. You know, Pulisic and Kovacic came on. We only made two subs, you know, so. But I'm happy that we got the, the nice big win and the international breaks come at a good time and we'll see what we're like when we come back. We've obviously got Southampton when we get back. Um, Palace, uh, it doesn't look like they're losing Zaha. No, it doesn't, no. It looks like he's gone away on international duty because I think he on his social media he put like a plane, so I think he's either gone on holiday or he's gone on international duty. Um, yeah, not sure to be honest. So, he, so he's not going anywhere. So my prediction of them getting relegated because they'll lose him is kind of off. But yeah, you've shit the bed there, Logos. I think they'll be. I actually think they'll be fine now unless something calamitous happens. I think they'll be all right now. They've actually started all right. Not fair enough. But as we will get to, it doesn't mean anything this Premier League. Evidently not, mate. No, Christ. You got anything to say on that game or didn't watch it? I haven't watched match of the day. Is it, go go watch it for the thing. I mean, Ben Chilwell played very well. He's such an improvement on Marcus Alonso. It's just ridiculous. I knew that before he put his oh, shares on. We, I mean, yeah, we all knew it, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's just yeah. up and down, up and down. But not like his attacking doesn't sacrifice his defensive work. No, he can cover the ground. Yeah, which so, is what you want from if if you've got a fullback who's great to get forward, he needs to be able to get back as well. Otherwise, well, the balance isn't right. You've got the same. You've got the exact same. We've Very got good. Two. You've got two now. <laughs> Speaking of you, second game, uh, Brighton four two. Yeah, good game. Um, yeah, similar to what I said before about same your goalkeeper, same for ours. He didn't mm. have a fucking thing to do up until forty minutes, and it was like, oh Jordan, by the way, you just got to catch this ball. Yeah, yeah, Sanji. Yeah, what I do is I just drop it. Right in front of Neil Mopé and uh, and I can see this. I don't with everyone. I made it one one, and everyone was on his back. And and you know, luckily enough, two minutes later, big king Yerold Mina um, smashes one in from a corner. 
Dominic so, again, first goal, making it 1-0. Um, good build-up, good finish. Great header. Great header. Uh, Baxter yes. rose well. He was dominant. He was... Oh, I, I just don't know how he hung up there for that long. But it was a brilliant goal anyway. Obviously, Mopay makes it 1-1. Yeah, he mean it from a corner, which for me, we don't score enough of. But apparently was it the corner or the free kick doing. from Hammers? Uh, it was a corner, wasn't it? Was it? No, it was. It was uh, the free kick. You were right. Yeah, yeah. Delivery. Let me think. I thought they got the foul on the... It, it's irrelevant. Yeah, though. it was. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm, but you can't see because I'm recording, but I'm moving my finger to where <laughs> the came from. Yeah, sound, yeah. Um, obviously, Hammers gets two late on. Um, from doing the basics, so if you're playing wide right and the ball's gone left, you just ghost in and, yeah. again, no sprints from him, but who gives a flying fuck? The man we can put a ball this... on a penny anywhere yeah. on the field. We said this yesterday. He's not. It doesn't have to be a hundred mile an hour constantly. He's just out wide, and he's just everyone. Everyone's watching the ball out on the left, and it's just and I'm in the back stick. They, they were identical. Yeah. Decore whips one in. Is it Wobi whips the other one in? Yeah. So he's, he, he's. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but he's the signing of the window. On a free. With, just he, even if you paid money for him, signing of the window. Yeah, but for he's, getting him on a free for what uh, he does, team. Uh, is unreal, and then obviously Eve Basuma, um, yes, like ninety second minute scores that absolute cracker, checks the ball edge of the box, and as it's dropping, just hits it sweet as a nut. Pickford couldn't do nothing about that, even no. if he had normal size arms, he'd have uh, he'd have struggled to get to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, all in all, a good performance, another good win, creating loads of chances, but the goalkeeper situation is starting to stick in my throat. If we're serious about taking the steps that we say we are, and you can look on field. The fact that we've rejuvenated midfield, we've changed our system. Yes. Um, we've got personnel playing above and beyond where we ever thought they would because of the system, because of the coaching. The level of the entire product, if you will, yes. on and off the field has been raised. Mm-hmm. But there's still question marks about the goalkeeper. And for me personally, I would like to see that addressed. I think the same way Carragher said, you know, I think Carragher and a few others said it, Chelsea won't win the league with Kepa. Yeah. You probably won't make that next step to top four with Pickford. Yeah, but it doesn't matter how good we are on our field and how much work Hamez is able to do and Decore's running and Alan's vision of closing down and Dina's assists and Sickerson coming in and playing really well. Delph yep. came in, played really well. Yep. Uh, Tom Davis come in and played really well. He'd done well when he was forced to go in at right-back because our two right-backs came off injured. Yeah, Coleman came off, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They all played well, but it doesn't matter how well you're playing. If we give one chance away and straight away we think, well, that's going to end up being a goal, you're fucked. You're screwed. Well, you're never going to make that jump. Here's the thing, like you're saying, it, it's the derby in the next game, and that's the one, as we know he's done before. If he has the clangor, that's where it will be 1-0 Liverpool. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You, you know, so I agree with you. Is Sergio Romero or Gazinga the answer to that, though? I would say Romero would be over Gazinga, yeah, definitely. Is that the one you'd rather have? I'd rather have Romero, yeah. From what I've seen of him when he's played for United, he's, he's quite dominant. He's, he's big, he's physical, he's loud. He's everything you want in a number one, or or at least a keeper who should be pushing. He's also what thirty three, so he's got that he's got that um, that age about him that that what's the word I'm looking for experience and consistency, um, whereby he'd come in and he'd, he'd force Pickford to play for his shirt. It's, he's not somebody who's going to come in and like a Jonas Lazer who's come in and just going oh yes I'm number two, I've signed to be number two and I'm happy to be number two. He's someone who can come in and go no I want your jersey. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We need that. We do. We do. We need that push. It came out sort of this morning, didn't it? And it's 
kind of died off since. Yeah, Robin Olsen was the last one I seen linked. Robin, Robin Olsen or um, Paolo Lopez, both from Roma, one or the other. So just one mm. of them, really, isn't it? See, but yeah, good performance by you, and you are top of the league. Clear going into the international break. <laughs> we are, yeah. Beautiful. I'm not. I'm not getting overly excited, but if we don't win the Champions League this year, it's a fix. I, they're not even in it. Oh no. <laughs> but we're the best team in Europe right now. More unbearable than the Reds. Moving on to one of the well, <laughs> before Sunday, one of the best games of the weekend. City leads one-one. Yeah, um, it was as as people predicted. It was going to be a tactical masterclass, and it was. Um, for people who haven't watched the highlights, go back and have a look. And if you can see anything extended online, yeah, have a watch. Mm. Um, Bielsa and, and Guardiola absolutely marauding up and down the touchlines and, and giving out instructions. But it's all tactical instructions, not just blind. What are you doing? Cover your man. It's it's little intricacies. Yeah. Like um, at one point, Bielsa jumps up off his stool. Yeah. Goes over and I think it's Luke Ayling, was it? Luke Ayling, yes. who's the kid in the middle? Calvin, oh, uh, Calvin Phillips, yes. Holds Calvin Phillips over. He has a quiet word with him in a, a, a break. Goes back in and Calvin Phillips starts following, um, what's his name around? That um, Phil Foden. Foden. Starts following Phil Foden around and he just took all the space off Foden. So everything went to De Bruyne, but De Bruyne was covered by Stuart Dallas. Yeah. So you're like, right, well, they haven't just gone man for man. They've decided you two are going man for man for those two and the rest will deal with the rest. Um, you have five at the back when he was out of possession it was five in midfield when he had possession and they were very very strict in moving around that way Leeds um, City I thought were not as good as they could be but then I looked at their lineup and I thought you dropped the bollock by taking Ake out of it I'll be honest with you um, I understand you just spent what was it 58 million on Diaz yeah plus Laporte was back and fit but I would have like to have seen City adopt a three at the back, knowing that they can play possession football and go five in the field. Yeah. I think what you were saying about the tacticals as well, you could see that, and I'm trying to think how to say this, even the substitutes were, they had like, you like Mendy was getting majorly exploited, so the change was getting made. But you could see each, as the game was going on, it was right. They started exploiting that. He addressed that problem. They started exploiting that area. He addressed that problem. Calvin Phillips, like you say, and switched it onto Phil Phone. A lot of actual games, you don't really see that level of back and forth, back and forth so often, so quickly. No. Do you think I'm, th- trying, I'm trying to like, yeah, get yeah. it across? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think what helped with it is if you were, if you were a neutral and you were going to watch Leeds against City, you watch it and go, oh, that was shit 1-1. Or Leeds got a really good mm. result there, but because it was Bielsa and Guardiola, yeah, people who are very... football fans like us, you, you watch it and you think, right, okay, tactically, what's going to happen here? Because they both know each other inside out. He's seen as the godfather of football by Guardiola. You know what I mean? And I, th- I think everybody watched it from a, di- from a different point of view because they were managers. If, for example, it was Sam Allardyce's Leeds United against Manuel Pellegrini's Man City, Correct. You would have watched it and gone one one. That wasn't a great game. I would not have watched but it <laughs> because it was Bielsa and Guardiola. You've looked at it and you've gone, "Wow, let's have a look what's coming on here." And you can read between the lines and see little bits like you've just pointed out there. Like it wasn't working for Mendy, so they brought Ake on. Mendy was garbage. He's not been great since his, his big I, two seasons ago. No, I think their back their back line will consist of Walker, Diaz, Laporte, Ake. Ake will play left back. He can do it because he can. Because he can. And yeah, I think yeah. that's he'll end up playing 
uh, as the left back if Mendy, if Mendy continues the way he is with Fernandinho. It's even when like Fernandinho got brought on to kind of like right, can we all calm down now? Because this is getting a bit. <laughs> you know, it was just like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and they were like right, Fernandinho's on. Can we all calm down now, please? <laughs> Try and address this situation. But I, a very good game. Like I'm just bringing up the stats here. City had 23 shots, Leeds had 12, but only two of Sissies were on target. Shot on that, eh? They need Aguero or Jesus back. Yeah. Um, I'm not blaming it on that. I'm not blaming their form on that. But I think when you don't have either of your strikers, it you sounds... know, it's something. I don't I don't think they get a, a pass or what um, or free from that pass. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, they've got money, so they, they should be scoring goals. They have 23 shots on targets. They should still be beating Leeds, really. Yeah. But Leeds had more possession, just edged it 52%. But yeah, just it was a fascinating game. Definitely go watch the highlights, like you're saying, because it was just end to end to end to end. And honestly, I've heard a lot of people say Leeds deserve to win it. I think both teams deserve to win it in the sense of if either of them had won it, I wouldn't have gone robbed it. I think a draw was the uh, yeah, the, the draw was definitely fair. But if either had won it, you wouldn't have been like, mm. like if City had won it, it wouldn't have been like, ugh. No, you wouldn't have been pissed with either side. You'd have been like, well, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I think um, great game. It was, a good, it was just a great day of football. You had a win, we had a win, Leeds drew. And then Newcastle shockingly beat Burnley. You did predict 2-0 Newcastle. I predicted 2-0 Burnley. Yeah. So, Burnley, man. I mean, I've just seen a sort of thing where it's the, a Burnley paper or something that covers the Burnley transfers just tweeted uh, something along the lines of like early dart for us or something, dot, dot, dot. So, they've obviously been told there's nothing happening there. And Sean Dyche was saying after the game, he likes them. Some ins, so they're not looking like they're bringing anything in. Are you worried for Burnley? Um, no, I think Sean Dice has got enough about them to to use what he's got. They brought in what Dale Stevens. And they had a few. Um, in, they've had a few injuries as well, as a lot of people have. But they're still waiting to get all the pieces back to where they originally were. Like I think was it Westwood had only just come back. Mm, and that's scored. right. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, well, the biggest signing for them, and it, it sounds cliche me saying it, is keeping hold of Dwight McNeil. Yep. No, it so is. I thought I thought somebody had to come in and, and snap them up. Somebody the just a little bit further up the pecking order would come mm. in and snap him up for a few, for like a, a 15, 16 million pound bid, and that would have ruined them. Well, we were talking way back in the earlier episodes about you guys potentially going for him. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, then you I, had Jalen Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, what's a McNeil? Yeah, and only only dealing the finest Colombian me, bro. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it, they, I agree with you in that one. But Newcastle probably one of the best glimpses of Maxime <laughs> in terms of his goal and Callum yeah. Wilson stepping up and getting two more. You need a, they needed this goal scorer last year and they, they thought did. they were signing it with Looked, Joel Linton. Gone out and they've addressed it. They, they spent 40 million on Joel Linton. It hasn't worked. They've addressed it. They've gone back out and they've gone, right, Callum Wilson we can get for, what was it, 20? Two goals and an assist, yeah. I mean, 20 mil something. And you're getting Ryan Fraser as a result. I still feel like that's what was happening. Fraser mm-hmm. was waiting to see where Wilson went. Yeah, might have been. So, so yeah, that kind of money looked decent. I, Winning games, mate. I'm a huge fan of Callum Wilson. If he stays fit, touch wood. Winning games, you know what I mean? This is the this is the thing. Newcastle have played four, got seven points. They'll be fine, I think. They I mean, averaged you know, that out over the season. That's, that's a really good fucking season. Considering you were looking at relegation last year and Steve Bruce out and all this fucking shit. Well, he matched Rafa, didn't he, as well, in the end? Exactly, he did. They'll be fine. I think, like we said, I don't think either of us put them in anything lower than mid-table, but... No. Yeah, play well. They beat West, West, uh, West. Sorry, beat West Ham. 
beating Bar- Burnley, and he said Barnsley, Christ, Burnley, lucky against Tottenham, and um, got battered by Brighton. But yeah, fair play to yeah. him. So that's that Saturday. Saturday, Sunday. Mm, my favourite day of the week. The first game kicked it all off. Did, mate, it did, didn't it? Fucking uh, Leicester City at home losing 3 0 to West Ham. Nobody saw that coming. Fucking hell. Nobody I'm saw pretty that sure coming. I said that game could get silly. <laughs> it did. It did. It's not the way I thought, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, they rock up at Leicester and win 3 0, but the shite. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you, you battered them in that League Cup game. It was a bit of like you played with them a bit. Yeah. We said they were, were they pretty much full strength? I can't really remember. Um, you yeah. said that like the few yeah. things that they won't change, but I mean, yeah. they've, they've been strong. Put it that way, you know what I mean? They have beat teams that were fighting for the Champions League last season in Wolves 4 0 and Leicester 3 0. Madness, isn't it? And they lost, they just lost to Arsenal. See, this is the thing, they just lost to Arsenal, and I've heard Arsenal fans say, like they made us like you know that wasn't a mm. we walked over and got a two one that was a tough win for them, mm. but they got battered by Newcastle and we all thought oh here we go but maybe that was just a blip maybe, maybe they had one blip they've addressed yeah. it Arsenal's a tough game and now they've gone and gone four three now and you sat there going is it because David Moyes isn't there <laughs> but they changed the shape as well haven't they they've gone with them yes. Declan Rice and Suchek both sitting at six. Three in front, and then Antonio up front. But obviously, they've got Jared Bowen one side, and Arthur Masuaku the other. They're both quick, and Bowen yes. just helps out when the ball goes forward and it's on the left side. He'll tuck in and become an extra striker. And it's hard when you're playing. If you're in a back line and there's one striker predominantly for the game, and then the ball switches and you turn around, and then there's a second striker, it's hard to pick him up. You know, it's like a late run and stuff. Yeah. Um, obviously, it took his goal well. Um, Antonio was the other one, and it was a Four nails with the, th- Ooh, the other goal. Uh, four yeah. Antonio, four nails, and Bowen, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, yeah. Cresswell with um, two assists and four nails got the other assist. Yeah, Leicester were poor, though, you know, poor mate. I watched the highlights back of that one, um, on YouTube, other, yes, other TV subscriptions are available, but um, yeah, it was a, it was a poor, poor day for Leicester. I mean. Have you read Brendan Rodgers' interview afterwards? I have not, no. Is it bad? Nothing went right. And they were like, well, what positives can you take? None, because nothing worked. Nothing went right. It was a terrible, terrible performance, he said. He's just, I he's don't just mind that. Out. He's gone, didn't work today. And he's gone, basically gone, why didn't it work? Because they're all shit. <laughs> um, that sort of attitude. But yeah, I did not see Leicester losing, especially not 3-0 to West Ham. No. I... I, I... I mean, this is why I'm. I mean, we're going to get to, and, we, and you all know it's coming. City five two last week. But this, and this is the thing. This is why, like, I'm the Prem is the the Prem's the best league in the world. And we've known this, but it's so unpredictable. And it was, get, and we'll get to it. Like I was saying, it was getting to the point where you were going right. Everything's unpredictable except who's going to win the league, because they're they're going to run away with it. The Reds, and who's going to get top four? Who's going to get Europa League? Is that conference? Who's going to get relegated except for West Brom and Fulham? But it was like who everyone's beating everyone now. Leicester, like, bam, they beat City, but they get battered by West Ham. Madness. You know, Wolves, are like, everyone's like, Wolves are going to be up there, but they're not, they're winning, and they're losing, but when they're losing, they're losing, but they're winning, they're scraping. Yeah, Chelsea yeah. look like they're gelling, like, you know, you can't predict anything. Like, don't do an accumulator. The only thing I can predict is that Everton will win their next game. Oh, do you know what? I 
Mm, the press is recorded as well, so it is what it I'd is. I'd love nothing more. Just to just not even the fact that I don't really like Liverpool in terms of like when I put my Chelsea hat on and I like Everton because of like, you know, family and friends connections. Just to throw a spanner in the works for the Premier League again. Just to mm-hmm. go, fuck it, it's game on. Because if you beat them, it's game it's everyone's got game on because they've dropped they've lost two games then. And it's not like this is their blip. You know, like they lost to Watford, it was the blip. Yeah. Now I we'll get to them, but it's either gonna light a fire under them or it's not, but we'll get onto that later. Yeah. Um next game. Southampton West Brom. We yeah, I really wasn't asked. No, we expected game. this. Um, I didn't even check the score. I was like, I'm not bothered. Yeah, it, it's a it's a good win for Southampton because they need to then win that. It can't be just a case of ads ah, West Brom mm. and West Brom of you know they're West still Brom on a pony. They're still on one point and it's going to be against <laughs> would be against Chelsea. But I they've not got enough. I just don't. No, can't see them staying up. And fair play to Southampton. I. Apologies to if there's any Southampton or West Brom fans listening. I don't really have much to say on it in the sense. If you are a West Brom fan, from my point of view, give you there the wobble. Your team is shit. I'm not going to be that brutal, but yeah. I mean, look, just I mean, the the best part. Put take it like this: the best part of the game for me was the fact that Romeo was the third substitute on my bench in fantasy footy. He scored and he somehow made it onto the pitch because I had a howler. What was after that? Oh, Arsenal, Arsenal, Sheffield United, which I actually watched. watched. Yeah, same, same. Should we were unlucky? Yes. They'll be fine. Yeah, they will, yeah. That Ollie Burke, man. So strong, so quick, so direct. He's been around for a while in the terms of like I remember it was Celtic or was it Rangers he was at? I think it was Celtic. And then Celtic he went to like and then he went to Portugal, didn't he? And he's been around the block a bit. Yeah. But now he and then he's I swear he's been in the Prem before. I'm gonna go on his wiki, you carry on. Yes, yeah, yeah. Who was it? Let's see he if you can pick West, up. I think it was at West Brom last time they were in the Prem. There's a young, precocious talent. Brilliant. So I'm now on Edmund Burke. Who, Who's Edmund typed, Burke? I don't know. I just typed in Burke on Wikipedia, uh, so on Google, oh, as if you understand. And I'm tell on, me like, something some... about Edward Burke. All right, fine. I'll go back. Edward Burke is... He was lived from 1729 to 1797. I'm he was a... sure football wasn't around then. Statesman and philosopher. Member of parliament. Mm. Was he a left oh, back? Whig party. Played up front. Now... So back to Oliver. I'm leaving all that in, by the way. Nottingham Forest, Leipzig, West Brom, on loan to Celtic, on loan to Alaves, Sheffield United. Forgot he went to Leipzig and he was at Notts Forest and all that, yeah. It was West 20, Brom. And he's only 23 and he's been around since 2014. Bad oh. dad, isn't it? Isn't it? Hate, hate. He, he looks a player in no means. Yeah, yeah, he's always had potential. He's one of those ones on like FIFA and Football Manager, you know, that can turn into a worldie. And you're always waiting for it to happen in real life. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Arsenal, they got the job done, but wasn't pretty though. I, but they still won, and it's that thing, isn't they did. it? Don't they shouldn't have though, because David Luiz should have been sent off. Do you think? Um, yeah, it was a clear pull of the shirts. A clear mm-hmm. pull of the shirts. The, the kid was clean through. He yeah. was getting that ball before Ben Leno, because Ben Leno only just beat him to the ball, and that was after he'd been held back. Didn't even get booked for it though. VAR checked it and said, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's we'll, we'll, uh, yeah well, we'll get on to VAR checking things and not checking things yeah. later. I still, I still got the job done, I suppose, but um, Sheffield United, they'll be fine. Aubameyang going to get a goal anytime soon again? Because in my fantasy team and costing a lot of money. 
You know, I honestly don't know. Mate, to be honest with you, he looks I, a little lost at the moment, doesn't he? Since he got his, since he got his new contract with all that extra money, it's as he if seems to not be running as much. Yeah, I in in his defence, I I don't like him being played out on the wing, and I know he scored goals from playing out there, but I prefer him down the centre. And I did like Willian and Eddie and Kessier and Saka were kind of that. It was more of a four-two-three-one, and the. Willian is a 10. Willian's playing a lot for Arsenal, and I'm starting to hear from a lot of Arsenal fans. They're kind of like, you know, uh, he's not. Yeah, he gets three assists against Fulham, and everyone thinks he's boss, and then everyone realizes what Fulham are this year. Exactly, which brings us sweetly on to our next game Wolves against Fulham. So, yeah, like I was saying, they, they win and they, you know, yeah. made, made a meal of a double. It was only Fulham. So, I mean, so I mean they, when did they score? Well, I know it was 56 minute, but like, I'm going to go on there. Wolves' fixtures, or oh, sorry, their results. So they've, hmm, they've lost. They sorry, they beat Sheffield United two 0 yeah. They've lost to City three one, and that was kind of like you were like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Then they got, then they lost four 0 to West Ham, and now they beat Fulham one 0 Yeah. My only thing with West, uh, Wolves is they've been playing for a long time non-stop. Like yeah. they have literally not stopped because they were. What did they start in June last year? Something like that. Yeah. But. Six out of twelve, it's not the worst. But not, they, no, I'm not. I'm not like they're not going to get relegated. I just I'm not that impressed by them yet, really. Same. Um, I expected a little bit more out of them, especially considering some of the signings that they brought in. The fact that they splashed yeah. the cash quite heavily in this window. Um, but still in their infancy in terms of being in the Premier League and stuff. So. Victims of their own success, potentially so, yeah. Um, but we'll see. we'll see. What's what's a failure for them in terms of where they finish? Um, depends if you're looking at it from a fan's point of view, a neutral's point of view, or the owner's point. I think the owner would consider failure being bottom half. I think the fans would consider failure being not qualified for Europe after being part of the conversation for the whole of last season. Yes. And for me as a neutral, I look at it and think anywhere in the top half this season, the way it looks like it's panning out, is a win. I would say that they didn't get Europe last year and it didn't seem to be an issue. No, but I, I don't because you were think... part of the conversation for so long and you've invested, I think it's yeah. it's got to be a, a prerequisite for this year. I think top half's a must, like you say, and I think the way it's panning out, no one's got a clue. It is literally all over the shop at the moment. Apart from the top one, who have nailed down what they're doing. We'll get on to that. Do you want to know the next four games, Wolves? Go on, yeah. Leeds away when we get Ooh. back on the Monday. So that's a that's a very that's a big test. Yeah. Then they've got Newcastle at home, which mm, is interesting. Don't know which way that's going to go. Yeah. Exactly. Then they've got Palace at home. Should be a, should be a win. Should be. And then they've got Southampton at home. Again, should be a win. So I think that put four for four games to kind of like go. Oh, let's see where they are. A couple at the of banana of skins in there, like yeah. That Leeds game is very interesting because everyone's game against Leeds is very interesting. Yeah, because everybody's. It's like when Liverpool played them and it was four three. Everyone was like, oh, you know, they've just come up. They've got a lot of five four. Bah, 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 and then Leeds go out and go so so with Manchester City as well. And you're like, they're not fucking about these. Like I ingest. Away. Yeah, ingest. I said. 4-4 didn't I you know when we were talking about our predictions but well, I'm yeah. telling you what if, if they'd have put the ball away a bit more I wouldn't have been a bit far off to be honest in that game oh. the well, goalkeepers luckily, did pull off some saves Leeds have come up they've not spent a lot and they're level on points with Chelsea who are ruining transfer markets let's move on oh yeah I'm not buying into that so next game next game I'll, I'll, I'll give you the title of it the Jose Derby 
United against Spurs. <laughs> uh, can you imagine how Jose must have been feeling? I, I've got the timeline of the game up here, and I honestly just reckon we just work our way through it. Um, our yeah. thoughts. Same. Same. Yeah. Perfect, right? Yeah, because it's so, uh, so many talking points. In the most peak Man United fashion, getting a penalty 46 seconds in. Yeah. It is a penalty. Because, because you can't give them after the final whistle anymore, so you've got to get them in early. That's a good point. Get them in early. Just after or just, just at the start. Yeah. It is a penalty, and it's a good penalty from um, Fernandez. Yeah. Yeah, but went went full Jorginho with the little and yeah, seems to be and, a seems to be a theme at the moment. A as a fan, as a fan of the team, I don't like it. Watching it, it's quite entertaining. As like watching Bruno do it, I must be like, oh, this must be what it's like for everyone else watching Jorginho do this. It's yeah, interesting, but it's it's hell. I don't like it. Yeah, um, the only one I've had, the only one I've not liked more is Anelka used to take one step back. Ah. Oh. Yeah. When he put it away, it was sound, but when he missed, he looked like a right dickhead because it used to just stroll in. Yeah. And you wonder what the mentality of a man is like that is like, and then you watch his Netflix documentary and you understand. I understand. He is Le Cunt. Immediately can I, after. Can I say Le? I mean, I'm not French. I am going to allow it. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. You've got a pass from me. Immediately after Tangy and Dombelli gets the equaliser from the best bit of defending of the weekend from Harry Maguire. <laughs> it looked, it reminded me of Seals with beach balls. Yeah. And then Luke Shaw tries to get involved and Harry Maguire drags him down and goes, get out of the way. And then he goes, ar, ar, and then it's just a fucking calamity. It actually just sums up them at the moment. That's I don't all. understand how a professional football club at any level can defend in that manner, let alone Manchester United. If a, a men's Sunday league team did that, I would, expect, I would expect the manager to go nuts. Yeah, you'd be fuming. If we were banging the ball in the LX Seals. It it actually baffles me. I don't I've watched it about four or five times yeah. back. I watched the game, obviously. I'd missed the first 18 minutes because I was in a deep bath. You missed a lot. So, <laughs> you missed a lot. I came downstairs and it was uh, it was well, I don't, I don't want to ruin the rest of the show, but no, people, people. It was two one. It was two one anyway, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I had thirty five WhatsApp messages in our group, oh, yeah. going off about it, and I was like, "What's happened here?" So I, I thought, right, I'll just throw fucking highlights on, on uh-huh. Twitter, and I seen the defender, and I was just like, "How at the professional level can that be deemed as?" Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump for the ball and just header it two feet above, and then I'll jump for it again, and then I'll jump for it again, and you're like, "What are you doing?" Allow it to come down and clear the fucking thing. I look at that Man United back line and I go, Luke Shaw's not good enough. We know that. Shite. We, we know that. We know never that. Been we'll good get enough. on to him later on. We ne- never. Do you know what? And I've said this on this show before, so what happened to him, which I remember I was gutted when he went there because I thought we were banker to get him as a Chelsea fan and I thought he'd replace Ashley Cole. Dodged. Yeah. Um, Lindelof's not good enough. Harry Maguire is. Price tag aside, if you don't, if there's no price tag, I still say he's not good enough. Mm-hmm. He was good for Leicester, and I think Leicester have played a blinder because Soyuncu's better. Johnny Evans is probably better. Yeah, I don't know. Is it this? Is it this thing again where you go right? If you stuck Harry Maguire next to say, and I'm just for I was like Virgil Van Dyke, they would both be sound. Is it because Harry Maguire is doing the job the two? Because my argument against that is Eric Bailly looked was their best centre back in that game, and he was fucking pony. And he's he's on the fence with people. Aaron Wambasaka at right back. Is he the? Ted. Is he the? He's like the only one that's like half decent. But is and that? Only, and, he's, and he's only half decent. Exactly. Like I, I, and I'm, 
tell me if I'm being biased here, but I would have Reese James over him. I would have Cesar Aspilicueta over him. I would have Seamus Coleman over him. I would obviously have the likes of Trent over him and Kyle Walker, but he's not like high up in Premier League right backs. No, he's not. You're right. If you look at their back line and include the goalkeeper as well, feel free to do so. If you look at their back line, Wan-Bissaka, does he get into Liverpool side? No. Does he no. get into City side? No. no. Does he get in Chelsea's? No. no. Does he get in Everton's? No. No. Does he get in Leicester's? No, because that James no. Justin's been playing James... well. Is, yeah, is he playing right or left? Whatever. James, James, just, I don't know. Castagna. JJ. Um, Castagna. All sound. He doesn't get in there. Bailly. Does he get in Liverpool's team? No. No, no well, none, of them, none of them do. No. None of them do. No, except there's only Maguire, because I actually quite like Harry Maguire. I do, but... He's playing with an absolute shower of shite around him. And that's what so I So he's going to look shite. Do you know what I mean? Uh, he's the only one out of that five I would look at and go, I'd take him. Even De Gea. I wouldn't take De Gea over Pickford at the moment. The, the thing with De Gea, I put De Gea in the same bracket as Maguire, like you're saying, though. He's surrounded by a shit show. And that's when I was going to come on to with Dean Henderson... Can you even put Dean Henderson behind this defence? It's not going to fix the problem. The problem because is the defence. Are you just going to kill Dean Henderson? Yeah. Because suddenly he's going to be under the cosh. Because they're like, oh, you're still shipping. And he's like, well, look, I've got in front of me. Is De Gea yeah. and De Gea, Maguire and Henderson all in that same? I know De Gea's got a clanger in him. But as we've seen from this weekend, so can Pickford. Pope, Nick Pope had a clanger this weekend. He did, to be fair, yeah. Ed Mendy will have a howler at some point. It yeah. will happen. It, like, it, you know, it's inevitable. You touching on right backs, Serge Aurier, right back for Tottenham, I, who personally don't think is good enough, miles ahead. Looked unbelievable. Yeah. Mourinho has flicked the switch on him. Yes. The, the, the thing with the midfield then is you go further up the, the team. But Pogba, we're still having these conversations about him. Will yeah. he stay or will he go? Will he stay or will he go? Rashford didn't stop for the entire game. Running, 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 running. Bruno got hiked off at halftime, as with did Matic, to seemingly shore up the midfield with Fred and Scott McTominay. To like, yeah. Just, to, to, just in case anybody didn't see it, it was 4-1 at halftime. Yeah. Which Why were you shoring it up? Uh, this is the thing, and I, I guess we'll get to it, but that didn't work. Martial's... Let, right, let's go back to it. So the second goal. The second goal. goal. The song goal. Clever thinking from Kane. I want to He's been a bit I, naive. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful from Son and then the little dink. It's, yeah. it's, but it's all Harry Kane, that goal. I know Son's the run and the dink, but that's all Harry Kane because if he waits... But he's quick thinking. And it's potentially a game-changing. The entire is hinged on that moment with Harry Kane. Tell me if you think I'm being over the top. But if Harry Kane doesn't do the quick thing and it's sent and they whip in a cross and it goes out for a goal kick and then it's 1-1 and it carries on. Like, do you know what I mean? But they went from being 1-0 up to 2-1 down in seven minutes mm. and that kind of set the tone. It changed the mentality. Of does that hinge on Harry Kane's thinking to go down and go? Yeah, it does, yeah, yeah. Now, I want to say about Harry Kane, that might be the one of the best games I've seen Harry Kane play. Certainly one of his best for a long time. I, I, I don't mind Kane, you know this. I, I raise him. I, as yeah. a person, I, I can't see what, what there is after watching Tottenham documentary I'd look and think oh you fucking meth but as a, leader, as a footballer as a, leader, as a yeah. goal scorer as what he's employed to do yes he's one of the best now I've always said great goal scorer however I, I like as you, if you've listened to this show I've always said he seems to go missing in big games mm. like a lot of the time I watch a game and go and through no like joke oh Kane's playing 
but he's a great goal scorer. And I've always thrown out the suggestion of would they be better off without him, as in get 150 million for him, yeah, yeah, yeah. and invest that. Yeah, yeah, which is a fair point. Wait, that is the one that this yesterday was a huge game. Yesterday was a big game. Yesterday was a statement, and he turned up. And yeah, I, I just, I just wanted to say, as someone who's always kind of gone, mm, not sure, what a performance. And I kind of like this, this number ten. He's obviously the nine, but with Son and Mora and these pacey players around him, he's kind of dropping deeper. Wayne Rooney esque. Yeah, well, he can afford to, can he? It drags people out, and if they get dragged out, then Son and Mara are then available to get in round the back, and that's mm. the whole point. That's why Son looks so good next to him because. Son's clever enough to not be too wide left to take advantage of. Well, if Harry's going to drop deep, one of the centre-hours is going to come out with him. When they do, I'm going to make an angled run. And then that defender who's been pulled out is going to have to make an immediate run back and leave Harry Kane. Or they stay with Harry Kane and the space gets exploited. It's clever. It's typical Mourinho, to be honest. It's tactical. Well, take my Chelsea hat off, as you can see. Yeah, I can see you removing your... Very impressed. Why is it it green? Very impressed with Tottenham. Money. Very impressed with Tottenham. And uh, if they get a centre back, which it doesn't look like it's going to get over the line, I tell you what, if they'd have got that um, uh, Milan Skinner. Skinner. What a player. If they'd have got him, I'd have been seriously worried. It doesn't look like they're getting anyone. But it's Tottenham, so would it surprise you if (laughs) it got announced late on? Um, Quick interjection uh, Jack Wilsh is at his. Contract, contract terminated. terminated yeah, just yeah. That then. I actually forgot he was still there. Now, yeah, Harry Kane, sensational. Quickly, I know you're not an England fan. Would you consider playing Kane as a 10 for England with Sterling Sancho and say, I know he's retired, but a Vardy or a Rashford is in the nine. Kane's in that hole behind. Play Doing this playmaker all he's doing with the three and then arriving late in the box? No. No? Would you still? No. Still so, stick him up top. With, Equally, I find it interesting that you mentioned two that can play up in the number nine there and not the Premier League top goal scorer in uh, David Calvert-Lewin. Or Calvert-Lewin, but you, you know, know the way Southgate operates. So if Lewin will be in the squad. Saying. Lewin will be in the squad and not play. So, you know what I mean? I hope yeah. I'm wrong. I really do. I love Calvert-Lewin. Oh, I, I so, hope he doesn't get any minutes, by the way. Well, well exactly. Knowing you're lucky playing it in you. So, one of the most controversial moments of the game, the red card. Oh. Thoughts? It's two yellows and a behaviour. It's two yellows and behaviour yourselves. It's two yellows and a or it's a word and behaviour yourselves. Or if anything, it's two reds, which it's not. Exactly. But it's certainly not one red. Lamella raises his elbow and puts it to Marshall's throat. Marshall gives him a slap on the chin. Just say, Hey, stop that. And he goes down like he's like he's literally literally just been shot in the head. Well, yeah, I mean yeah, exactly, for those of you who haven't seen it, and look it up if you haven't, but it what pissed me off more about it was the fact that we have VAR. Like, you know, if we don't have VAR and that happened, you go, Lamella's conned it. Yeah, like, the referee's seen the retaliation and he's had to deal with it. If if there's no VAR, I go, me personally, I go, Lamella's conned him and Martial's reacted, Martial's had one, he's gone. But, you know, say it's still saying the same thing. But the fact that there's VAR, it shouldn't matter. So... The ref hasn't gone looked at the screen, so I take it we're presuming VAR's gone. Whoever was the VAR ref at the time, who I may be able to find out, I don't know, has just gone, yeah, he slapped him, he's gone. And just missed this whole thing that everyone else who seems to have watched the game has picked up on. Mm. Like, I don't get how they're being treated as different. What was infuriating for me 
was the fact that not one United player seems yes. to be absolutely fuming. Uh, enough to confront the referee and say, go to the screen and have a look. Yeah. Not one Tottenham player asked for a foul or a red card. Lamella didn't even ask for it. The referee just went over and, oh, he slapped him in the face, off. And it was very rash. And then, as you say, VAR went and looked at it afterwards and Martial waited on the corner flag thinking, this is a joke, I'm going to get told it's a yellow and behave yourself here. And then, obviously, the referee's gone, no, 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 keep walking. They confirmed it's a red card, which means no. VAR... So somebody sat in a VAR room in Stockley Park and somebody yeah. has decided... Yeah, that's a red card offence. That what, what's he done that for? Well, you know what he's done it for. You've got the monitor in front of you. Yeah, what are you on about? Yeah, Mel has elbowed him in the throat. It's a joke. I, I now, would appeal. I'll be honest. I'd appeal. Well, yeah, kind of straight with. Is it? Is it not clear and obvious that Lamella? Now, is it this thing of oh, Lamella? Like this is me playing devil's advocate. Well, Lamella's just raised his arm and he doesn't know it's going to hit Martial in the throat, but Martial is with intent hit Lamella which we cannot have in the game. Like, is that what we're going for here? It's garbage. Oh, you walk over and you go, oi, you two, pack it in, right? Yeah, knock her on, on the head, grow I up. don't want to see anything again. Or yellow, yellow, just to make sure they... Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Use your, use your ability to go, hey, none of yeah, that. manage the game. Yeah, well, exactly, except he's got... Some rush of blood to the head. He's got red card and the game is done at that point. So, the red is not the reason they ship four more. But it doesn't help. No, but it's a it doesn't help. There. It doesn't help the mentality of the where the team's at because they've gone from being one and up to two one down. They yeah. finally got at least some kind of hold on it for twenty minutes, yeah. and next minute one of the players off. But like you said, the more infuriating bit is where is the captain of Manchester United going over going? Where is Harry Maguire going? I'm Martial, not. what's happened here? Oh, I've hit him, but I only did it because he's elbowed me. Ref, come on. Come on, like if he's doing it to him and he's doing it to him, we've got yeah. to look at this here. And he's got, even if he went, no, I'm having my decision, at least they've tried. Yeah, yeah, but there was none of that. There was well, no what fight. What we've seen it was just, uh, Pogba's throwing his arms up the air going, oh. Yeah. They all seem to be talking about it, but there's no like... There's no actual talk well, about it. Though. Like Asbel Aqueta dealt with, uh, I know we didn't touch on it, Werner and Abraham with the penalty in Jorginho. Walked over, dealt with it. Well, now neither of you are having it because you can't seem to sort this out amongst yourselves. Jorginho's yeah. taking it again. Bit of, you know, control. What we needed with Kepa last two years ago. <laughs> After that, Harry Kane... Um, Intercept the ball on the edge of the box. Again, yes. That was another good point. East fights, wins it. One, two, taps it in. Guaranteed mm. goal. And that was the nail in the coffin, at it least was. we thought. And then... And Son gets the fourth. Just I'm trying to remember the fourth goal. Oh, it's the, um, the, the one that goes through the legs. Yes. From the, the, towards the good the, finish, by the way. Yeah, yeah good. Very he's, good a very, very, he's a very good finisher. Mm, he is. Um, always a nice guy, but uh, <laughs> which uh, I'm not mm. sure about. But I'm not buying that. Four one at half time. Come off the second half. The substitutions at half time from both sides are very. Sorry, they're, sorry, they're very. No, no, it's come. Interesting. Lamella straight off. Yes. Because the ref, I said, I don't know what you think of this. The ref, I was thinking, the ref's going to have watched that back. And, and he's going to think, as soon gone, as I can, shit. he's getting the fucking book. As soon as, as soon as I can, I've got to pay this back. And Jose's yeah, gone, rectify that. no, no, that's, that's, that's not happening. And I think Jose more... may have looked at that and thought, what more the fuck are you doing? I'm taking him off. You, so do you think Jose's, this is interesting, do you think Jose's looked at the Mellor and gone, because we've all watched the documentary, we've all seen him say he wants them to be horrible, you know, cunts yeah. and whatnot, blah, 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 you need to be nasty, etc. which he's not wrong. Is he looked at that? He can't. Surely he can't then go. Well, I didn't mean that. Fucking, you know, nasty. No, I think guy. he's looked at it and thought. Okay, three, it is three one up. You've you've copped four us one. one. <laughs> Sorry, four one up. Yeah, four one up. You've copped us one. We've won the game. So I'll take you out the line. Right now. You've done your job. Yeah. 
the last thing we need is you out there attracting yeah. more attention to yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that's like, how he's looked at it. A little pat on the back and a wink and going, yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, but I'll take it out. There's one out now. You know why. And Lamella's probably gone, yeah. fair enough. And, but bringing on more pace. Didn't bring on a defender. Didn't bring on, I'll tighten this up. Bring on, no, no, no. Uh, bring on, you know, I know, like, you Lucas know, Mora, wasn't it? Bring on a midfielder or defender. No, I'll bring on Lucas Moore and we'll really get at them here. And, then, yeah. and as we touched on, United mm. tried, took off Fernandez and Matic because Matic was getting run all over the park. Yeah. For Fred and McCombie to quote-unquote shore it up. Shore it up for four and down at home. Just go for it. You get beat 6 or 7-1, who's asked? At least you go for it. But they've shored it up and lost 6-1. Uh, exactly my point. So yeah, immediately, the Aurea goal, which I think might be my favourite goal, because mm. it's just bang, 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 bang. And then, is it Hoiberg plays the ball right through the midfield yeah, and the yeah. back line to Aurea, who's then running through. No left back. Where the fuck is Shaw? How is the right back then getting there? Not yeah. even the right mid. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, and then that's just a calamity. And then, you know, you bring in Donny van der Beek on again for like half an hour. Again, he's coming on. And taking your striker off. Greenwood off. Winger. It's a weird one. Deli Ali's being brought on, which, you know, the player that Jose's not even asked about, he's going, well, you can have a run out. Yeah. And uh, then Pogba gives away the penalty. Well, Pogba slide him before the player even gets to him. It's just, it's just, what are you doing? As soon as Why Pogba down? goes to ground in the penalty league, all he's got to do in the penalty league, Jesus, in the penalty box, all he's got to do is run past them and get contact. But the yeah. fact is, Ben Davis tries to play the ball and can't because Pogba's there, so has to fall over him. Goes, cheers. It's mental. It's, it's like on FIFA. Right. Yeah, hate you know when somebody slides in and you yes. run into the yes. slide and you get a pen every time. And you're like exactly that. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, fuck you. And you're like, well, no, because I've not meant that. And that would never be a penalty in real life. And then it is. Pog was gone, actually. I've got this. And then yeah, Luke and then Luke Shaw, right at the end, <laughs> Stonewall red card. <laughs> Should've went. Should have went. Mate. It's unsportsmanlike behaviour. No intent. I seen the tweet saying he he'd been told about the Alex Tellis announcement at half time, and he went, "Well, fuck this then. I'm getting off." By the way, he signed for United tonight, which he he has yet. Um, confirmed fifteen mil. Now they could have signed him at any point in the window, but let's do it. Yeah, deadline. but they, they've waited again. They're probably it's waiting possible. for the price to come down. Uh, I fifty mil. He's a player that I'd expected to make the move to the Prem for a while. We were linked with him all summer before uh, we got we well. them two years ago. Thoughts? I've not seen enough of him. I don't know either. It's seems very... to be one of those European journeymen. Oh, you know what? Done a bit there, done a bit there, done a bit here. I'm getting a lot of Danilo from him. Yes. And we touched on Danilo before. We'll see. Yeah, I've got a feeling this will be one or two years and the next manager will come in and go... I'm not really feeling this. Poch comes in and buys Ben Davies or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can see yeah. it going where he goes, and yeah, you're off now. Yeah, cheers for that. Emerson Palmieri, he's in, he's yes. plugging a It's very, yeah. It's very convenient. But he's through, the, uh, I can't remember who's through. Is it Mora? Mora's through, and he just cleaned them out, mate. And we touched on it yesterday off air. We think the ref's gone. Do you know what? It's Man United. They're 6 1 down. They've already had a man sent off. It's the 84th minute. Booking. I just want to get out of it. I might be wrong, but it's a stonewall red. He's oh, it is, yeah. I, 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 I honestly looked at it and thought, oh, he's got to go. If yeah. you look at the angle when they're looking back towards the bench, Mourinho goes, oof, red card. Solskjaer. And Solskjaer goes, no, head in hands, as if to say, oh my God, he's gone. It's the head in the air. It's the for fuck. For yeah. fuck's sake. And he, he gives him a yellow and you see Solskjaer look at his bench and then look back thinking, got away with that one. Yeah, massive. 
Breaking news, by the way, Arsenal have triggered the 45 million release clause for Thomas Partey, which means that will be a done deal. Thoughts on them leaving it this late? I mean, I, um, I, I, there's, there's a story that's very interesting if you want to touch on it. I think they, ha- they had to wait for Guendouzi to go. The, the one I've heard and I, I, I like is they've been trying to get OR and they've been doing classic penny pinching, right? Yeah. But what, what I've read is and what my, my mate Dan, who's an Arsenal fan, said, he goes, if they bid and if they activate the release clause of 45 mil, Leon then turn around and go, well, you've got cash, so we'll have the full 50 for OR. But if they don't and they're like, no, no, we've, got, we've not got that much, so how about Gwendouzi and a bit of cash? And they're like, no. And they've clearly not bid. And now they've gone, all right, fine, we, we're not getting you because they know they're about to spend 45 mil on party, which is why they... Because there's no reason why they couldn't have just gone 50 mil for OR, thank you. Yeah, exactly, Game-changing yeah. game signing for us. But they've yeah. been... They've signed William and Thomas Party this window. Mm. Mm. Not the push they should have been making. And Gabriel. Sorry, and Gabriel and Saliba, but Saliba's going back on loan to Sanetian because... Ah... Uh, Roma have signed Chris Smalling for 18 just mil. Just that, yeah. Just what come the hell? That. 18 mil. Not bad. You've done well for them out there. Should be playing with Harry McCoy. We're not signing Sergio Romero, by the way, at Everton, because his wife has put a post on Instagram saying, Sergio Romero worked hard for his club. Last trophy they won, they lifted with him. He helped uh... the team reach four finals or semi-finals, and then he was left on the bench only to lose them all. It is the time. It is the time for them to retain the opportunity and let him go. Respect for once. Oh, right. I was saying, do, you, do you think, like, is Sergio Romero going, right, look, love, I can't post anything, so would you mind? Just <laughs> do us a favour. Like, like, it's not like when Rebecca Vardy's doing that thing with, you know, Colleen Rooney and Vardy's Which, getting home and going, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, but, like, I don't know. I just find it weird when, like, agents and you know, and girlfriends like Zinchenko's misses getting stuck in on Guardiola and you're like, what is going on? These these footballers must go. I'm going, what are you doing? What are you doing? I have to go to work tomorrow and see him. Like I am doing eighty grand a week. You can do whatever you want with your day. Money is no object. Go and do anything you want. Why are you online lambasting my gaffer? Why what what are we doing here? Why? What is this? <laughs> or like the agent goes, like uh, the way Donny van der Beek's agent comes out and goes, joke this, he should be playing more. It's Donny going, dude, what are you doing? I've been here five minutes. Yeah, at least let me get my fucking training shirts on. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> They've just ironed my name onto the back of the shirt and you're piping up. Like, fuck me. Mina Rayola, like, and all that. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, to delay no further, David, do you want to let us know about the um, final game? So this one in my house is known as a, a game between me and Rachel. So Rachel's my wife, for those that don't know, she's from Birmingham. She's a Birmingham fan. Um, she hates Aston Villa, you know, which is, which is fair enough. I hate yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, makes sense. Football yeah. club, that's it's the rivalry, you know, as an Evertonian. So our first date, um, we went out and watched the match. And it was Villa <laughs> versus so Liverpool. Nice. Villa versus Liverpool. So we sat there and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, getting to know each other and stuff. And I'm there. Uh, she goes, oh, I really want Liverpool to win. And I was like, well, I really want Villa to win. And she was like, well, I don't. So I was like, right, okay, I'm going to have to call it a day. You know, Jeez. just see how it goes. Um, every year for the last 15 years when Villa play Liverpool, Liverpool usually go and roll Villa. And I have to listen to her like, oh, I made up Villa got beat. And I'm like, fuck off. Because it means Liverpool have won. But not this year. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this year, God. 2020... Just keeps getting crazier and crazier. 
obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my room, obviously. Um, for those that don't know, for those that didn't watch the game, and I'll hold my hand up, I didn't watch the game. I'll hold my hands up, I didn't watch the game. Because I thought Liverpool and Rollville it is what it is. Oh no, Aston Villa 7, Liverpool 2. So let me just repeat that slowly for people who can't hear Aston Villa 7, Liverpool 2. That's the Premier League champions getting beaten 7-2 by Aston Villa, who very nearly got relegated. Right. I want to make a disclaimer now. You don't like Liverpool. I don't like Liverpool. But there's no way I'm doing that. I'm going to try and do this objectively as possible. But I'm I'm going to have a bit of a... I'm having a bit of banter with it as we go. On you up yourself. So... I just... What happened? It's exactly what we needed for this Premier League, by the way. Because as we touched on earlier, it was getting to the point where, like, I predicted Liverpool would drop off. You predicted Liverpool would drop off this year. Um, and it was the Premier League in our predictions. And then the Leeds game, they just beat them. We're all going, hey, Leeds are a championship team here, you know. Hey, you know, they've only just done the couple. Well, that shouldn't have been a penalty, you know. So, And then they beat us and they beat Arsenal. And you're like, oh, that's probably the hardest run. And they've walked out with nine points. Yeah. City have dropped points. Oh, look, we drew to West Brom. Mm. Oh, look, you're flying. But let's be honest, everyone is kind of sitting there going, how long will this last? Now, it might last the whole year. And fair play, I'd love nothing more. But there is this kind of element of uh, Leicester are going, yep. But then they lost to West Ham and everyone's going, right, well, now they've they've lost. Okay. Um, well, Villa are the only other unbeaten team, but they're playing Liverpool tonight. And let's be honest, this is going to be like three or four now. And we even said, didn't we, in our predictions? Yeah, three or four now. And they'll then go clear into the international break. And we're sat there going, right, well, who's going to be fighting for Europe? Mm. And who's going to be fighting for relegation with Fulham and West Brom? And, and this is what we needed. Mm. Spanner in the works. And a mm. fucking big one at that. Because <laughs> they've not Massive. lost... We, I, I said to you off air, oh, we could do with Villa. Perfect tonight. Villa win 1-0 and it just spanner. This is 7-2. This is a statement. This is mental. This is a statement by Villa. I mean, as, as bad as Liverpool were, I've been back and watched the highlights. I sat with Charlie last night before we went yes. to bed and we watched the highlights and, and I was looking thinking, this isn't this isn't individual letters have cost. I mean, I know I've been speaking to Liverpool fans that have seen the social media Absolutely lambasting Adrian, lambasting Joe Gomez, having a go with Trent for being out of position. These are players that they, they've relied on over the last year during the title. Yeah, I've got no time um, for that. Yeah. Were they pissed? Were they pissed? And they're, they're being lambasted now, and, and they're like, oh, individual letter day, individual letter day, individual letter day. For me, it seems to be a mentality switch where Villa scored an early goal, mm-hmm. and then Villa just decided. No, we're just going to keep pushing and keep pressing and keep working. And done to Liverpool, what Liverpool do to so many other teams, they just kept coming at them. They didn't want, at any point, didn't take the foot off the gas and think, right, we'll, we'll soak up the pressure for 10 minutes and then see where we are. They didn't. Every minute of that game, they spent going forwards. They didn't go sideways, to go backwards, to lump it long. Everything was about small, intricate passing and then switch and play. Soak. Liverpool into one side and then switch the play as early as possible. And they just opened them up like a can of worms. I put a clip in our chat today of Jack Grealish when he's running towards Van Dijk. He drops the mm. shoulder, goes in right, Van Dijk buys it. He drops the shoulder, goes left, Van Dijk buys it. Then he drops the shoulder, goes to the other side, Van Dijk opens his legs and he nutmegs him. 
Yeah. Now it's only it's only a small clip, and it, it's not representative of Virgil Van Dijk as as a whole player. No, but I've never in the Premier League seen anybody do that to Virgil Van Dijk, and that's not because oh, it's Jack Grealish and he's the best player in the world, and it's not that Virgil Van Dijk's gone shit overnight. But I think because of the stage of the game that it happened, I think Van Dijk's mentality hasn't been anywhere near the, the heights that it has been while we were on the title run. He's looked at, he's gone, fucking, hell, I've got to shut this kid down. Grealish is just playing with this freedom. Messed him. Yeah, completely toyed with him because of Villa's mindset in that game. And I say to you all the time about mentality being huge. Yeah. Villa's was spot on. Like you're saying, though, with the Van Dyke thing, it's a credit to Van Dyke that we're sat there looking at that going. Of course it is, happened? yeah. Pete, you're almost looking is, at it going, the going, how? He's used to being in it. Yeah, you actually look and go, how's he done that, Grealish? Well, very, it's actually very simple. But like... It, because of Van Dyke's you know, reputational status in the game from his performances, you do look at that and go, how's he done that? Yeah. It, and, and like you say, Villa have not fluked this. This isn't, they scored a, and we're going to like, you know, a scored a fluky goal and they got a pen and it was a controversial pen and they won 2-1 and we're all buzzing, but like, it's unjust. You do not fluke 7-2. I don't, I actually don't care if three of the goals have taken wicked deflections because they were creating the opportunities from everything you've said, I'm not going to repeat what you've said. Everything you said, perfect. There was a plan there that worked. Yeah. The get signings they've been making. Get at them early. But the signings, Ollie Watkins, first half, Patrick. Beautiful. Ross Unreal. Barkley. Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley, yeah. mate. That's what I said, um, Ross Barkley. The... Grealish, just let me tell you, Grealish got one, two, three assists two and goals. a goal. Best goals, Jack Grealish. Yeah, sorry. Best yeah, you got two, Jack... Sorry, you got two goals, yeah, and three, three assists. assists. John McGinn got one assist and one goal. Ollie Watkins got three goals, one, one assist. assist, and Barkley got a goal. And Trezeguet got an assist. That is unreal. Now, from, from Ollie Watkins, who this time last year was playing his trade in the, in the championship, paid his dues. Now, what did we say Aston Villa were missing last season? A goal scorer. They've gone out and addressed the problem. It's yeah. it's so simple. Go out and address the problem. We need Don't to go spend score. your money to, to, to fill that gap. Bertrand Traore, bit of creativity. What's the lad at the back? I'm just going to bring it up here. This, uh, Tyrone Mings, Conser. Matthew Cash from Knott's Forest. Oh, Matty Cash. Right, He's Matthew been around Cash. for a few years. Yeah, but smart signing. Emiliano Martinez, smart signing. Oh, quality signing. Ross Barkley on loan is looking like a smart signing. It makes sense for them to go and get Ross Barkley on loan. Douglas Luiz, who they'd bought, obviously, previously from City. Yeah. Look, John McGinn, I like John McGinn. He had a horrible injury last year. We all know... I, I don't know about... I can't remember with you. I've always been a bit on the fence with Jack Grealish. Of, um, he's a good player, but he's not worth the money we're talking about. Yeah. Probably, probably one of the best games I've ever seen him play. But if you, were to watch that perform, if you were to watch that performance yesterday, in if, a, let's say, a, a club... I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm not saying he's good enough to play for them, so don't fucking get on me. But if a Barcelona, a Real Madrid, or an Inter Milan are looking for an English, and they go, right, let's uh, English midfielders, let's have a look, let's look at creativity, and they look at that game. Yeah, exactly. They're all fighting over Jack Grealish because last night he was impeccable. Well, let's not kid ourselves. How many people have, quote unquote, signed Gareth Bale off the Inter Milan game? Do you, know, like, you know what I mean? In that sense yeah. of if you go, oh, oh, out of the Inter Milan game. Yeah. I think, like you say as well, they've signed Ollie Watkins and suddenly the pressure's taken off Jack Grealish. It's always be the one to put the ball in the back of the net. I know it's one yeah. game of this thing, but in this, you look at these, what they're building, strengthened a bit at the back, strengthened and got, you know, they had Pepe Reina, they had, uh, was it Tom Heaton? 
Mm. But we were getting injuries and we're bringing Pepe Reina in to try and... The, and Martinez is the number one. Yeah, yeah. Ross Barkley's in there to add a bit of creativity to take a bit of the pressure off Jack Grealish. Mm. Trezeguet is that player on the other side. Douglas Luiz and John McGinn. One's Holden. One's, you know, a bit more box-to-box. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's looking... They've got a bit of depth in the bench now. Mm. Strong team. What are the, the rest of their results been? Let's have a look. Dead quick. Because obviously they're up there and they're unbeaten. Yeah, unbeaten team, but they've got a game. They've got a game in hand. That's it. That's why they've got less points than you. That's it. Because yeah. they were one of the teams that missed out because City and United were delayed. Yeah. So they've beaten Liverpool seven two, which is never going to get odd. Beaten Fulham three nil, which you'd expect them to, and they started the season beating uh, Sheffield United one nil. <laughs> Their next game is Leicester. Huge game for both. We get back. Yeah. Yeah. Then they've got Leeds. Big game. Then they've got Southampton. Very similar to the... Who was the other team we talked about? Was it Wolves? With Wolves those four yeah. games. Then they've got Brighton. Look at those for four games. Leicester, Leeds, Southampton, Brighton. We're going to we're gonna have a bit of an idea what's going on again. Potential banana skins, aren't they? But it's, it's, it's tests. Look, and this is, I think, the overall point we're getting to is, and we'll get on to the goals and the rest of the game. Every single game is... is there's, we've said this for years, though, but there is no easy game except Fulham. <laughs> it was Bournemouth last year for me. Oh, oh, and you've gone full Bournemouth on Fulham this I just, year. I just it's it's even I just Fulham. They just I, I actually don't mind Fulham. I grew up when Fulham were a staple Premier League club. They just don't seem to have anything about them. But they will draw with Chelsea. So it is what it is. But back to the game. So like you say, they get an early Ollie Watkins perfect hat trick, by the way. They get that early goal. Yeah. Then they go and get another one. But it, the most impressive thing is Mohamed Salah scores. Yeah. And we all thought, oh, that's it. Okay. There we go, yeah. Bad a little wobble. They've scored. They'll probably snatch another one for half time and they'll see this through. Yeah. Immediately, John McGinn gets another goal. Next minute, Ollie Watkins has completed a 39 minute hat trick. And we're all side. And like we said, we'll admit, we were all speaking together. But we yeah, were, we were yeah. Even, yeah. Even when the game came on, there was this constant discussion of, yeah, we'll see. They, Villa were 4 1 up and I was still sat there inside going, We'll see. And that's credit to Liverpool, the team they are and what they've been lately, that they can be 4-1 down and we're all sat there going, we'll see. I mean, Chelsea were 3-0 down to West Brom and there was no way in hell I thought we were getting a 3-3. No, no chance, no. Three of the goals took wicked deflections. They did. Um, but they still had to be created. Exactly. One hit Van Dijk. Was that the John McGinn one, I think? Yeah. It was the Barkley sure. one that hit Trent. And I think it was the... Was it Grealish's one? One of Grealish's ones that hit Fabinho. Yeah, it was, yeah. But, like you say, even if you take those... Even if you just say, right, those three never happened and they deflected wide. Mm. 4-2 still. It is, yeah. Let's go on the stats, because you're talking about the the chances created. Uh, Well, 18 shots for Villa Mm. to 14 for Liverpool. 11 on target for Villa to 8. With all due respect and credit, Villa should not be um, out shooting Liverpool. No, they shouldn't be, no. How much possession? Do you know the possession stats? I don't. I don't have that in front of me. Villa, Villa had 30.2% possession. 30.2. The entire game, leaving oh, Liverpool 69.8. Which means when still scored Villa, seven goals in that when time. Villa had it, they fucking utilised it. Yeah, yeah. They were direct. Now, we've obviously heaped praise on Villa, and rightly so, and rightly at the start. Mm. What's your opinion on Liverpool from that game? What are, you, what are you taking from that? I know you've touched on it with the mentality and whatnot, but um, just poured, never really got going. Um, from what I've seen, looking back, they did look 
defensively frail. I don't think it was down to individuals, though. I think no. collectively. I think I think when you take Allison and a goal, it doesn't matter that Adrian played well last year when he was in. He's, he's still no Allison. You know what I mean? No, he can't not. lose. Can't lose your number one, who is a world class goalkeeper, who is. Um, the focal point of everything that they do from the back. It's not Van Dijk, it's Alisson. You take him out and you take him out last minute and I'd... Excuse me, nearly choked on my tongue again. Adrian goes in. I do that surprisingly amount. Surprised amount of times. You actually you? did it trying to explain that you do it a lot. I know. So, um, <laughs> you take Alisson out and it's a big miss. It is a big miss. Adrian's not a bad goalkeeper, but it's, it's the hardest position to drop somebody in expecting to do a job. Yeah, because there's a rhythm and a rhyme and a reason to playing as a backline, and and especially the way Liverpool are set up and and to take any piece of that jigsaw out is difficult. And let's not forget that he got injured at the start of last season, mm. Allison, because I always remember sitting there going, "Season's over for them. He's done." Yeah, that bit you on the ass. And then Adrian comes in and he, he I think he kept more clean sheet than Allison did in the same when they equaled the same amount of games. So he, he did well from last year, but now yeah. all of a sudden he's but that misplaced know, pass to Gomez. Yeah, that um, the Grealish gets on and plays it into Watkins. Yes, um, that misplaced pass doesn't happen if he's played the last three, four, five games. Rhythm. It doesn't exactly rhythm, rhyme, reason, but because he's been dropped in, he's just gone. All right, well, Gomez should be there because I've seen it in training. Bang, shit, misplaced. Rusty, it happens. Do you know what I mean? Um, I thought the midfield never got a grip of the game. I thought Wijnaldum was poor. On the night, and I, I rate Wijnaldum. Um, yeah. That Kieta looks like a bag of shite. I've only watched them a few times, but every time I see him, he, he just looks poor. Hiked off for, at for, half time. for what was it, 58 mil they paid for him? Something like that, 55 mil? 50 in the 50 range, yeah. Hiked off at half time for Minamino. Looks garbage, mate. Uh, is Milner injured? I Milner, know is. No, no, Milner came on in the, just uh, the 68th minute. Obviously, Henderson was on the bench, but didn't come on because he's just come back. Yeah, he's he's showing the importance of Henderson. Yeah, I think I think that result there wouldn't wouldn't have been the way it was had the likes of Henderson been on because Henderson is he's not he's not somebody I would run through a brick wall for and something I always come back to. But he holds a lot of sway with Liverpool and, and rightly so as club as club captain. You know he's won a lot with them. Yeah, um, he's a big miss. On, yeah, we've touched on before when he got the armband and we mm. both we, we didn't know each other at the time, but we have similar reactions of really. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was exactly the same, but he, you know, is, so he has proven himself 100%. to be a, a worthy club captain at that level. But um, yeah, it, it just looked so fragmented and disjointed. Um, for me, the biggest miss was was Mane. Um, Liverpool looked lost without that outlet. Yeah, he, the work he does off the ball and on the ball and, and showing in early and, and making dart and runs, but equally dropping deep, picking the ball up and running at people and committing them. Um, staying out wide and allowing Firmino to drop in just behind them so that he can connect play and then release someone from midfield. There's all little intricacies that he brings, and when he's not there, they miss him. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say it now. I yeah, think he's a bigger player for Liverpool than Salah is. Yeah, Salah, Salah comes out, somebody else goes in, you'll get a similar job out of the mm-hmm. team. But as soon as you take Mane out, I think that's a bigger miss. My, my, I switched my, like you say, last season. The importance of the two of them. And I said this to you last night. It's starting to become a theme where Mane's not there and they don't look as good. 
Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, massively, yeah. Which is, which is considering what they've got on this team they've built, and obviously, like we've we've touched on before, how it all works and links together. But I, I agree with you. I think uh, Yotta's obviously spoke. Like this is one game, and I'm not saying they're going to collapse. But you say Yotta's supposed to just slot in. For forty-five million, you would expect him to slot in. He's got Premier League experience as well. Same price for Werner, but they couldn't afford him. Now, fellow. Hmm. Is I well look look. Let's touch on it now. I I said it yesterday. Obviously, we were speaking to Max, our friend, Liverpool fan. They're you the bet like I'll read for their bench. So you have the backup goalie Kelleher. They had Neko Williams, the fullback, James Milner, who did eventually come on for uh, Firmino, yeah, in the 68th minute. Uh, Curtis Jones came on in the 61st minute for Joe Gomez. I've now I know I said at the start I have I we didn't watch the game last night. I've watch the extended highlights today. Yeah. So I've kind of got more of a feel for the game. I kind of feel like Joe Gomez should have got taken off a bit sooner. He was getting run ragged. Uh, obviously, Fabinho then dropped into centre-back like he did in the Chelsea game. Yeah. But Curtis Jones came on. Um, and Minamino came on in the 45th minute for Navi Keita. But they also had Henderson on the bench. He's just come back from injury. And they had mm. Origi. I touched on yesterday, and I don't know what your thoughts are, but that bench is a great bench when you're 2-0 up. That bench is not a great bench when you're losing. What's the game changer on that? We've said that we think Minamino is the um, Firmino kind of then molding him, but he can also play in the midfield. The foil for Firmino, isn't it? Yotta, so you can rest them and yeah. move them. And... Yotta would normally be on the bench. Yeah. Milner, we know what Milner can do. Mm. Henderson should probably start, so then you're probably saying Naby Keita's on the bench. Yeah. And Rigi. Imagine if they were bringing on Timo Werner. Now I know. Now I know Werner hasn't scored a goal yet, and I know like we, you can pull strings, but, but I'm not looking at that bench going. There's the game changer. There's that no. thing that ejects that bit, something that's a bit different. A bit different. It's all very well having like for like for like, but if your system isn't working like using, then what does like for like do? No, I, I agree with you completely. I think the point you've made is is quite an apt one. Um, because yeah, if they're two nil up there and they they can move some of the pieces around and they'll get a similar tune. But they're not changing the game, and when you're four one down, is it our time? Yes, four, yeah, four one down at our time. time. If you're going to the bench at that point, looking, thinking, right, well, where are we as a team going to pull five goals out of our ass? Well, it's, it's changed. To go what win this game and mm. to to make our statements, and you know, we are Liverpool, try la 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 la, and all that. Where's your game changer? Well, it's it's changes at half time. So you've painted the picture there. They're four one down at half. Time. And the change has been Naby Keita off, Minamino on. Now, Minamino is more of an attacking player than yeah. so he's a bit more creative. Yeah. However, I wouldn't say he's a game changer. He's not really he's not, lit the Premier League on fire. No, he's not. No, not at all. Now, then, sorry, I was going to say, now I, I don't want to just be called out for it. Neither is Kai Havertz. Ollie Watkins hadn't before that game. And you can say all this, and Minamino could have come on. Neither is Verna because he hasn't scored. Neither is because he hasn't scored. But, you know, James Rodriguez has proven that to be like it's everyone's different and we don't know yeah. that but his next his next I, sub to, to address that is joe gomez the defender off, off. curtis jones on which is a positive then, move because fabinho drops in and it addressed yeah. the problem that joe gomez was having a horrible time he did have a bad game not saying he's a bad player no i like it i, I like it's joe one gomez, of those I things it's one of those things yeah We've all played in that bad games. And then 68th minute, like seven minutes later, he takes Firmino off from his defensive uh, striking. Firmino. 
Yeah. Um, and then... And puts... Um, I think it was Milner on. Yes, and then Milner's slotting into midfield and Minamino's pushed suddenly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that Firmino kind of replacement. So, but the system's the same. Yeah. No, never on. came on. An out, an out and out striker never came on. I, just, I honestly would have expected, I wouldn't have been surprised and he may have, because there's still time left once we'd done it. Wouldn't have been surprised if he'd gone. But even then, I'm like a bit like, yeah, where are we going with that? I, I don't much. look. Look, they're not done. If this isn't a thing, but imagine if this had been Guardiola. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, the like, I'm not all over it. I've not heard anything today, and I'm not trying to say this. Oh, they're done, and blah blah blah, and it's a shambles. But where's and look? This is a team that's won the league, just lost the league, won the Champions League, got to a Champions League final, and got to Europa League final. Like champions of the world, remember. Like, come on, like, you know, galactic treble winners and all that. But, like, and I alluded to this earlier, either the international break couldn't have come at a better It could either have not come at a better time for them or a worse time for them. And I'm talking about United and Liverpool here. Because for me personally, I would have wanted to have played on Tuesday. Yeah. Get that game in and get it out Give me a League Cup game. Give me a Champions League game. Give me a Europa League game. We need to go out there and we need to win. So is this either going to manifest for two weeks and then they play the derby? And I, I don't know who United play. We'll look at that in a bit. But they're going to come back and they are going to kick the shit out of the team they play. Or is this going to fester in the head for two weeks and it's going to be like, we just got battered 7-2 by Villa. We just got battered 6-1 by Tottenham. We just got da-da-da-da. And then, and I think this comes back to like saying this is all about the mentality. Liverpool are the way to Everton, obviously. Obviously, huge. And I you're think, flying. <laughs> I think Liverpool... Being completely honest, at this point in time, just been done seven two. Everton doing so well. I think Liverpool will have looked at it and thought, "Fuck's sake, this will be the one that they lose." Because as I've always said, Liverpool are a bowie team. Yeah. But for me, the biggest difference coming into this derby is not our form and their lack of. It's not James Rodriguez against Firmino. For me, the biggest change is Ancelotti. It's changing mm-hmm. the mentality of the club. And that started with the players, and I can see that now in the likes of Sigurdsson and Davis and Delph who have come in and done well. The tune he's getting out of Calvert Lewin, uh, the fact he's moved Richarlison, Richarlison looking more dangerous than ever. Yes, we're firing on all cylinders from from up here mentally. Mm-hmm. For me, I think that's the biggest thing um, against Liverpool. I think Liverpool have looked at that and thought, "Fucking hell, give us a Fulham, give us a West Brom, come back, give someone a spanking, then go into again." I think it's, yeah, I think it's the worst time for Liverpool to play us. I think it's the best time for us to play Liverpool. Manchester United are playing away at Newcastle, who are flying as well. Oh. Not mm. Callum Wilson will be looking at that back line thinking, yeah, I'll have some of this. I'd, do you know what? I'd and they've been doing it. I'd play Andy Carroll and Wilson, and I'd be like to Andy Carroll, just be a pain bully. in the ass. And Wilson them. just, oh my god, Almiron going against Luke Shaw. Sorry, not Almiron, uh, Sam Maxime or Almiron, but Sam Maxime going up against uh, Sam Maxime Luke will Shaw. Rinse him. Oh my god. Well, Alex, sorry, it'll probably be Alex Telles, but beside the point, imagine that. Here's your Premier League debut. Here's Alain Saint Maxime. Yeah, try and keep um, it. But yeah, and that mentality, uh, that could be Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's last game. But honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if the man is still here in March. They need to address that. There's someone I want to touch on, but I want to finish this game first. Remind me, managers and Poch and that. Now, no deal. Liverpool played bad. Villa played very well. They did. I 
I'm struggling to see where Liverpool's plan be. Because the problem is, we didn't have to review this last year because they were just winning all the time. When they lost to Watford, we went blip. When they got knocked out by Atletico Madrid, you went, it's just one of those things. Priorities are the Premier League. When they started losing the games after the lockdown, it was all kind of like, well, they're fucking on holiday. When they got battered by City, it was like, everyone, there was always like something else. There was always a reason, yeah. And and, and I, like I said, I don't want to look too much into it, but this is the first time where I've looked at that bench and gone, hmm. Wow, yeah. Now, I'm, now Chelsea have had that many a time where when Hazard didn't turn up, we were fucked. Yeah. But it's kind of like, where's your target, man? Where's your out-and-out goal-scoring striker then? Where's your... Your playmaker is that you know Minamino like like where's your ten? Yeah, let's fucking go to four two three one instead of holding. Where's your ten? Where's Hammers? Like uh, for argument's sakes, mm. no, it's, it's fair. They're not gonna. Dr- I look. I predicted them to drop off, so I'm not gonna then say that they're not gonna drop off. But I don't know. It's just it's it's what I'm I'm buzzing for the Premier League that this has happened. Whether it's seven two or two one to Villa, Spanner, they've lost the game now. Yeah, I, I predicted them to, to win the league, but not as convincing. Did I you predict them to win the league? I did, yeah. Uh, no, sorry, I predicted City to win the league. But, but it, oh, did I? Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Predicted City yeah. to win it, Liverpool to finish second, and it to be a lot closer. And I stuck, last them, year. I stuck them third, and then the three of Chelsea, City, and Liverpool are all very close. Yeah. Because we're, as I'm seeing, starting to gel. But any more thoughts on this game? Just no, I think we've covered all that, mate, to be beautiful honest. for the Prem. Now, managers, dead quick before we just touch on these transfers. My thoughts. Yeah. Pochettino. Mm-hmm. To Man City? No. When Guardiola goes at the end of the season? No. I I'd, I would like to see him. Um, like to see him go to United. My other one is Arteta to Man City when Guardiola goes. That would make more sense. I think Guardiola's going at the end of this year. I think, obviously, the effects of him losing his mum to the coronavirus. I think the massive disrespect the man gets in this country because he's at Man City, mm. in inverted commas. I just, I look at him, he doesn't seem very like... He did an interview, I think, it, and I think the, I can't remember what they showed on, if it was uh, before their game or on soccer. And he was just very like, yeah, you know, if we win we lose after the Leeds game he was like great game you know really enjoyable game hope the fans have enjoyed it you know shame they can't be xyz he doesn't seem like like i don't know it's just like he's done like it is what it is like mm. i've come here i've won leagues i've won I've, i'm the centurions i'm the uh, domestic treble domestic quadruple whatever you want to call it and it's like like, the, you know, always not won the Champions League. Jose never won the Champions League in England. Fergie won two in his entire career there. It's fucking hard to win. That's fair enough. And I, don't, and I just think, like, this is it. I think this is last year. And I genuinely wouldn't mind if City won the Champions League. And then he goes, and I'm off. I actually wouldn't mind that, and we're in that competition. And it genuinely wouldn't bother me if City won the Champions League and Guardiola gets to walk away and go, that's me. Fucked a lot of you. And it wouldn't surprise me, by the way, if he took another sabbatical. Hmm. Because I do, I don't know. I might be reading way too much into it, but he just looks like he's not like he's just not switched off, but just there's something there now where it's just like I'm. I love football, but it, this means nothing. This means nothing, and reality is set in. We all need to switch on a bit more. I don't know. And now I'm thinking. I'm starting to think ahead of who's coming in. And I thought 
if United don't get Poch, he's going to go somewhere. Could he go to City? If Arsenal don't back Arteta, which it looks like they're arsing about a bit, mm. could I, you could see City going, you want to come back and have some cash? And he goes, yeah, all right, I'll carry on this project because that's what they're going to need, someone to just carry it on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, it just, it just popped into my head and I wanted to make sure I got it on record for when it happens. <laughs> Transfer window, quick little round. Yeah, of let, let me give you a quick one. Jeff Wilsh has just released a statement about him being released. I confirmed oh. today, I've agreed the termination of my contract with West Ham United. When I joined the club in 2018, I joined with great hopes and expectations. Expected to join the club, I supported as a young boy. Unfortunately, despite all my best efforts and intentions, it hasn't worked out as I expected. I've been fully fit for a large period of time at the club. However, over the course of the last eight months, training hard every day, mm. I've unfortunately not been given the opportunity to play. Although I am, of course, frustrated that I wasn't able to showcase what I'm capable of West Ham, I remain convinced I can still contribute. I'm still incredibly hungry, ambitious and desperate to play again. Only 28 and feeling fit, strong and ready. I look forward to the future and hope to make an announcement about the next stage of my career in due course. I'm going to call it now. Mm-hmm. Fulham. Fulham are the next on my list. Uh, it looks like Fulham are favourites to take Ruben Loftus-Cheek on loan from Chelsea. Makes sense. Makes perfect Frank Lampard sense. would like him to get some game time after a couple of injuries and made it clear that the player is part of Chelsea's long-term plans. His wages, however, are, appear to be a stumbling block as he's on 150k a week. Yeah, that's like the... Yeah, mate, honestly, mate. Look, when... No, I'm not being funny, but when um, Callum hudson is on whatever the fuck he's on, 100... 20 odd it's just not a how is he on 150 easily they easy they wanted to tie him down like uh, that doesn't that doesn't it's it's trust me that's the going rate mate Absolutely. you know luke shaw's on 150k yeah. at man united yeah but he's had a big club it, oh, oh, i'm not biting at that one you just look silly um wesley hote how'd hote hoot hoot yeah just on that too. yeah mm-hmm. uh you've got over too um cavani done yet nope we expecting that to get done? No, to be honest, I don't see why. why. So we don't I mean, know at the moment. Edwards we... sat there yesterday watching that game and thought, "I don't know what this needs. What that Shambles at the back needs a striker up front." No, I Ed, loved stop. It. When it panned to him and he was on his phone and it was just like, and then I think it was Paddy Power. Someone put, "I know how to solve this." Three attacking midfielders on deadline day. Well, the thing is, Cavani. Well I don't know why I'm saying that. You've done it again, Eugene. Cavani and. Telus were spotted at Carrington, so they are both getting done. And Cavani's a free agent, but Jordan it screams of it. It screams a Falcao to me. Yeah. Now yeah, it's yeah, either yeah. going to be it's either going to be Falcao or Ibrahimovic. I think it's going to be somewhere in between. He'll get goals, but what's the plan here? Yeah. Does he sign a two-year? It's probably going to be a two-year deal, two hundred k a week. He'll get some goals, but. At the same time, he kind of stunts the growth for Mason Greenwood and Rashford and Martial because one of them's going to miss up. But at the same time, he's there giving them, you know, advice and he's coaching, you know, he's almost coaching well, them in a way. He's quality. Experience. He's, he's quality. quality. I wish he'd been in the Premier League a lot sooner. Same as Falcao. Same, same. as Ibrahimovic. Same, same as Shevchenko. Same as Shevchenko. No, honestly, that even if that was a dig, you're right. <laughs> it's like, no. Do you know what I mean? Shevchenko was one of my favourite players. Right? Far uh, too late. Growing, growing up as a child... You always pick a team, don't you, that you like to follow. For me, yeah. it was always Milan. one of the Milans. I, I, I flipped between oh, the two, depending on where Ronaldo same. was at the time, the original <laughs> Ronaldo, to be fair. But, um, yeah, I always I always looked at Shevchenko. I was like, oh, my God, this, this fella's amazing. And then he came over to Chelsea, and it was just too late in his career. He was 32, 33. 
His legs had gone a little bit. He was biggest example of the pace difference as well. Exactly, mate. And he just the fuck is this with centre backs being quick? Uh, Redknapp's just tipped Tottenham for the title. Moving on. Is that this season? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, Harry Harry Redknapp. Yeah, it could be bloody James. Definitely. (laughs) Hey, uh, Dembele to Man United not happening. Usama. Um, Well, I I can imagine he was injured on his way to the car. To transfer to the airport, so why would he go? Well, apparently the Memphis Depay transfer was hanging on one of them going. Yeah, to Barcelona, yeah, seen that. It looks like Thomas Partey's happened. In yeah. fact, the only actual, conf- I've got up here, the confirmed Premier League transfers of deadline day are currently Alex Telles for 15.4 and Ben Godfrey, ben Godfrey for 20 and Rodrigo Vilca from, from Deportivo to Newcastle. Yeah. Shitload in the championship. Shitload. Got three for twenty, by the way. Quality time. Quality. I think if you go back and listen to an earlier episode of Two Men Rambling, I called it. Now, Bakayoko has gone to Napoli on loan. Mwah! Please, someone buy him. Uh, Davy Klassen, your boy's gone back to Ajax. Yeah, he's gone. Sessegnon, uh, Ryan Sessegnon from Tottenham's gone to Hoffenheim on loan. Gwen Doozy's gone to Arsenal on loan. So uh, gone to Hertha Berlin on loan. Justin Clivert's gone to Red Bull Leipzig on loan. Yes, interesting one, that. Because obviously Leipzig have loaned Adam Ola Luchman out. And yes. it looks like Clive will just come in and... Yeah, yeah, it looks like Clive will just come in and take his place. Interesting. Um, I was a big fan of Luchman when he was at yours. I was a big fan of Clive when he was at um, Ajax. Ajax. So we'll see. Douglas Costa's gone back to Bayern Munich on loan. Yeah, yeah. Hudson um, Oh, and that, uh, what, what's the French fella from Bayern Munich that Leeds were linked with? Oh, he's just... Uh, Michel Cousin has gone to Marseille. That's the one, yeah. Chies has gone from Fiorentina to Vientos on loan with an obligation to buy. Oof, there's a lot of there's a lot of loan. I mean, it's a very Italian thing anyway. It's, it's a very Italian thing to loan and buy anyway. But yeah, Corona, it's, it's like Corona's done you buy, isn't it? Corona's done a heavy loan before you before you buy. Yeah, yeah, That's what yeah. uh, Hudson Odoi would have been for I guess sake. Yesterday, Diogo Dalot went to AC Milan. Moise Keane yeah. went to PSG. Matteo Darman went to uh, it, yeah. So that's two more full-backs gone from United. The yeah. cleaning shop. Andres Piero went to Lazio. Rian Brewster, for fuck's sake, went for 23 and a half mil. I don't understand how Chris Wilder's been conned into that. Don't get me wrong, Rian Brewster might become something. I know, but they need... However, he's got no... Yeah, but he's got no real Premier League experience. I know Ollie Watkins didn't actually. And Sheffield United are going to need Premier League experience in and well, around the squad. Because they're finding it hard. I mean, Crystal Palace got Michi Bashwai. Uh, so you know, hmm. I agree with you though. That's Jordan I've Dominic Solanke, and now Rian Brewster is potentially. Is he going to join those two or not? But that's sixty million from three people who are unproven. Yes, fair play to them. Copy and Chelsea, I like it. Um, that's that's kind of it. Like I, Sergio Dead's obviously went a couple of days ago to Barcelona from Ajax. Yeah, she's keep your piece. Yeah, did you? I don't why are you asking a fullback to do tricks? By the way, why are we asking anyone to do tricks? Well, what are no, we doing? No, no, he's not a pony. I, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Like um, both of them do it. Both of them do it. Let's get do. ninety thousand people in the stadium. Here's your new signing. Keep you ups. Why am I impressed? I don't care if he can do them or not. I, I can't remember watching care. any game at the top level where a player got away with murder by doing keep you ups or created a goal from keep you ups. I understand. Interesting tangent. I understand that the idea of doing a keepy up is your control of the ball, right? I cannot think of a more pointless thing to master. No, unless you unless you are a member of the F two free of stylers, hmm. who, for all intents and purposes, are a pair of bellends. 
Other freestyles are available. Other freestyles are available. But I genuinely, I could, I never, I, I'm not that great at them. I can do them, but I'm not that great at them. But I can't get to like the high like 70s for argument's sake. I don't see the point in them. I used to hate it when you're like dribbling around, you know, warm up. All right, stepping on the ball. All right, now keep you up. Why are we doing this? What is the point yeah. in this? At why are we po- filling time? At what point am I going to be doing keep you ups today? In a game, well, why, why am I doing keep If I do keep you ups in a game, I hope I get my leg broken because I'm being a dickhead. I'd like to break your leg. Keep you ups or not. <laughs> Transfers. Now, we are kind of guessing here, but I feel like Thomas Party's the last big thing. Um, yeah, I think it will be, but obviously time will tell. Um, obviously, it'd be a very interesting thing for people to get in touch about um, and let us know what your favourite transfer of the window was, how you think your team have done, um, yes. and who, if possible, you would like to go back and revisit to get over the line for your team. So, for example, from an Everton point of view, it doesn't look like we're going to get it done, but I would have really liked to get Sergio Romero over the line today um, for our team. So that would be one that, I, if it doesn't happen, and it's not looking like it's going to, that would be one that I'd like to see in the comments tomorrow or a tweet too, just saying, Everton fan, I would like to get so-and-so over the line. But, yeah, interact a little bit and, and let us know who you would like to get over. I, I feel really fucking cheeky saying I'd have liked anyone this transfer window. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You do have I, a bit I, of nerve about your life. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything, to be honest. I mean, look, I I, I want to get your opinion on Everton's, but um, Werner, Ziyech, Havertz, Thiago Silva, Ben Chilwell, Mendy, Mangalasar. Oh, I forgot anyone. And that's not being a prick. Genuinely, I've not forgotten anyone. Seven, yeah. Um, oh, I, it, what we needed catching up on uh, two windows but uh, we needed it we need it to gel now and I, we said this a couple of weeks ago it's not just going to happen it's going to take time but I'm excited to see where we go I think you smashed the transfer window um, uh, three of the best signings are all from you the midfield I, I love I love each and every one of them I, I really do I'm a huge Decore fan but your thoughts um yeah. Hammers on a free mate is just fucking unreal. <laughs> Alan, Alan, considering we, we first went in and it was it was Napoli, like, uh, yeah, yeah, sound, yeah, but, but it's it's 55 mil and we get them down to 22. Yeah, for exactly. Alan. Uh, Decore, oh, yeah, yeah, if you want him, he's a 50 mil player. Oh, right, okay, we'll pay 24. Yeah, if we get him for 24. Ben Godfrey, 22 years of age, six oh. foot five, built like a brick shit. I was mobile, quick, strong as an ox, can play with both sides. And you go and get him for twenty mil. I'm like, you know, we, we've gone out. And I think we spent, um, I think it's sixty three, sixty four million, something like that in total, on four quality players who improved the eleven. Because Godfrey, for me, goes in ahead, ahead of me. I mean, had a great game of the weekend, by the way, great game. But yeah. Godfrey goes in ahead of him, for me. And going and going forward, uh, Holgate and and uh, Godfrey. Holgate and Godfrey for <sighs> me, yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's not. So I have Big McKean, who's, who's played really well, and Yeri Mina there as well. You can rotate them. You can say to the four of them, what I'm going to do is each week, one of you will miss out, and it'll just go like that, bap, 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 yes. bap, until there's an injury, and then you miss out, and we just go between the three. And then if there's another injury, you two are the starting two. And that's how yeah. you work it. And you keep everyone hungry, everyone ticking over, everyone gets regular minutes, everybody's fighting fit, everybody understands what's going on at the club. Brilliant bit of business. Ancelotti smashed it, mate. Same with the front line as we touched on with Chelsea. When they're all fit, it's going to be right. Now, if you've all got competition, fight for it. 
Same with your like back line. It's what you need. Now, I don't mean this when I say this with any disrespect to Everton because you've smashed it and you know I like you guys. However. But if if Everton are getting... Now, I understand the Hammers and the Alan are slightly pulled with Ancelotti. Mm. But this is also an argument for why are Manchester United hiring Ancelotti and getting those two into the club? Because they both walk into the team. Decore walks into Manchester United's starting lineup. Walks yeah. into a lot of starting lineups in the top half of the table. Mm. Ben Godfrey... Why are Man United not signing Ben Godfrey? Why are Manchester City not signing Ben Godfrey? Why aren't Tottenham? Why aren't... Well, why, because he City went and quite... spent £58 million on Diaz. Now, I and like how much on Ake? 40. I like them both. But at the same time, why aren't you signing him? Uh, Liverpool, they could sign him. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Why can't Arsenal? Then they don't need to push Fabinho in there. Chelsea could have signed him. I'd have been like, amazing. Belter. Like, it, it, it's a credit to Everton. But it shows that it doesn't have to be... And we've always said it, who cares about the money because it's not your money, but it is what it is and it's a part of the game and it's a discussion, it's a talking point. But you've gone 20 mil there, 20 mil for Decore or whatever it was. Like you said, bit for Alan, Hammers on a free. We'll be clever with it. How about we just pay off his contract? Real Madrid going, fair enough. There you go. Oh, yeah, Everton in advance talks to sign AS Roma goalkeeper Robin Olsen. So, Oslin, so Olsen. So, that's probably... Olsen, the Swedish. So, that'll go over the line probably, will have ticking boxes but it's a plan like any and it's clever from marcel brands carlo the board the backing it's a plan david and let's hope it leads to a trophy for you i honestly think that we wouldn't have looked at olsen apart from the weekend i think um i think yeah i think he's he's had another one yeah he's 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 raised the question again if he if we have played that game the weekend then he doesn't make the mistake and we only get and we win 4-1 because of that amazing goal at the end from Basuma, I'm not taking away from anybody. Um, if that game goes 4-1, there's no mistake. I think we look at it and go, but all right, don't worry about it. But because he's done it again, there's an issue. We'll put it this way as well. Pickford, sorry, uh, Pope had a howler and no one's talking about it because it's like, well, he's entitled to one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas it's, it was every week with Pickford and it was every week with Kepa and we've addressed the issue. And I think next summer you will sign a goalie. And you yeah. will sign a, you will either sign someone on the potential or a, or a staple, and you will make a statement signing with a goalie either in um, January or next summer. I think that'll be looking, what they're going to be looking at. Yeah, I'm just looking at no, just Robin Olsen now um, for Roma last year. Mm-hmm. He, uh, oh, he was on loan at Calgary last year. Uh, played 17 games uh, for Roma. He played 27 games the year before. So what happened is. Roma have gone out and signed Paulo Lopez, and Paulo Lopez has come in and dislodged them as number one. <laughs> um, but yeah, 30 year old Swedish international, six foot five, big unit of a man. Yeah, he was on loan at Calgary last year. And 27, he was at Copenhagen for 57 games. Then he went to Roma in 2018, played 27 games. Then a year later, he went to Calgary on loan, played 17. Yeah, seems solid enough. Stats aren't bad. Yeah, sad, I'll take that. He's somebody who's going to come in and push, so I'm sad with that. that. That's what I wanted. I wanted somebody who's actually going to come in and push, not a young as Les. Les was said before, he was going to say, but I'm number two, I'm quite happy with that. Can you pay me now, please? Yeah, it's what you want. Anything else from you? Nothing, mate, no. Um, covered everything I needed to cover. Um, covered the fact that Liverpool are pony. <laughs> and it's Chelsea's <sighs> title. I will end it on this. Paddy Power have just tweeted. Cool. Um, it's a picture of Edward Wood yesterday in the stands mm. on his phone. And then the tweet is to uh, it's, uh, him texting Ollie any interest in Jack Wilshere on a free. Wow. <laughs> no. Imagine. 
Fucking. Oh, right. One, take us out. As you mentioned earlier, um, I finally um, moving this week. Yay. Um, don't know when I'm going to get internet. So we're hopefully next week will be as normal. But if uh, keep an eye on our Twitter and we'll keep an eye on there if there's any technical difficulties. Now, yeah. Thanks for listening to this earlier episode. And despite the fact, David, we said before, we'll keep this one short. <laughs> yeah, you've done the usual, haven't you? Just rambling away for the title. The whole point, anyway, it? as always, you can reach us on Twitter at Two Men Rambling with the number two. You can get hold of us on Two Men Rambling at gmail.com. As David said before, interact with us. Um, you know, send us any best 11s you want to make, um, your thoughts on the transfer window, your thought on your club season so far, how much you hate the fact that we've still got an international break. Get everything into us. Um, yeah. Continue watching yourself as the most important thing. Keep enjoying it. If you do, leave a like. Leave a follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, tell your friends and family, all the usual. But yeah, as always, just thank you for taking the time to listen to us ramble on. Yeah, nice one, kids. Appreciate it. And we'll be back next week at some point, but keep an eye on the Twitter. We will. Enjoy your break. See you soon, guys. Thanks again. See you soon, David.